The Azimuth Saga, Part 7, The Ancient Weapon. In previous episodes, we described the discovery of the two Azimuth megaships, the Adamaster and the Hesperus. Both had been sent searching for alien technology 200 years ago. Both had met violent ends. The Aegis megaship Alexandria had much more recently vanished with a cargo of Guardian relics. And we also published three videos describing the unlocking of Hyford's cache and the discovery of Project Seraph a seemingly unrelated initiative to allow human control of Thargoid scout spaceships. Now, though, we come to the core of the Azimuth saga, the discovery of an ancient weapon and how Salvation developed it into the Proteus Wave. In June 3307, two months after the wrecked Hesperus was discovered, the ship belonging to the Azimuth employees who had escaped the Pharmasapian ambush was eventually located in trapezium sector YU-X-C1-2 on planet 1A. Two logs recorded by Lieutenant Kellerman found near their ancient anaconda, Proteus, describe what Azimuth was really trying to achieve. This is Lieutenant Hugo Kellerman. I was Deputy Security Chief aboard the Hesperus, working for Azimuth Biochemicals. I've decided to resume my reports, even though the chances of us being rescued seem to be shrinking every day. After Pharmasapien's sleeper agents took control, I managed to get some of the science team off ship using the Proteus. For the record, Private Adriana Velasco performed her duties exceptionally, and her family should be informed of her bravery. We only escaped thanks to her. I just hope she found her own way home. I wanted to set a course for an inhabited system, but Dr. Farrell insisted on investigating readings sent back by one of Azimuth's deep space probes. She believed that Farmer Sapien would focus on all the probes that they'd sent into the California Nebula, but that we might find something interesting in the opposite direction. Well, she was dead right about that. There's no doubt that the structures on this moon weren't built by humans. Those strange arches and monoliths are over a million years old according to our molecular scans. Ackerman, the Xeno-archaeologist, said it felt like he was walking through the ruined temples of forgotten gods. I just felt like a trespasser. We've also found even stranger things, half buried in the ground as if they had fallen from the sky, but these look more like starfish than starships, the sort of deep-sea creatures that you find on ocean floors. What the hell flew around in those? Farrell thinks that we're looking at an ancient battleground. The structures and starfish things are nothing alike, suggesting two totally different species. Two intelligent races on the same world. Incredible. Both far more technologically advanced than us, but not so advanced they didn't try to kill each other. This is exactly what Azimuth has been looking for, although I doubt they ever expected a discovery quite like this. Personally, I'm more concerned about surviving long enough to tell them about it. We've been here for two months now, living off recycled air, food, and water. The scientists have turned the Proteus into a research facility, and all that I can do is keep out of their way while they analyze their findings and test samples. They've almost forgotten that we barely escaped a mass slaughter. I spend a lot of time monitoring the sensors. If those pharmasapian mercenaries found us, we wouldn't stand a chance. 
but I can't understand why Azimuth hasn't sent out rescue parties. Unless the sleeper agents sabotaged our beacons before they were dropped. Maybe they pre-programmed them to stop transmitting. I mean, if they did that, then nobody knows we're here. We're alone. Just us and the ghosts of the gods. By luck, or judgement, the Azimuth scientists had stumbled across what is still the only known planet with evidence of an ancient battle between the Thargoids and the Guardians. Unlike the Thargoid sensor that destroyed the Adamaster, the Guardian technology the team discovered here had real potential. But it didn't go well. This... this is Kellerman. I've just given myself the last of the stimulants. That should... <coughs> that should keep me going long enough to record this. To tell Azimuth how we died. Three days ago, I went with the survey team to the structures. Ackerman and Xiao had brought something to life. I saw this pillar rise up from the ground with a large crystal inside, blazing a brilliant light. After a million years, their machinery was still functioning. They fired up some kind of high-energy particle accelerator which shocked the crystal from its moorings. This, this didn't feel like archaeology to me, more like grave robbing. I should have known that there would be defences, but the hover drones caught us by surprise. It vaporised Ackerman along with three others. I managed to destroy it eventually, but there were more of them gliding around the structures and we got out fast. I offered to take the crystal back, thinking that the drones might come looking for it, but Dr. Farrell had already had her experiments ready to go. Weapons experiments. She told me that this was always the priority for both the Adamaster and the Hesperus. Locate non-human technology that could be developed for the military market. Azimuth wants to be the first corporation selling alien weaponry, which will make them much bigger than Sirius. That's, that's all they care about. That's who I've been working for for all these years. No better than Farmer Sapien, after all. A few hours ago, I was awoken by this intense blue flash. It seemed to come from everywhere. I thought we were under attack. Then Farrell came stumbling out of her lab. Her clothes and body burned, blackened, and dropped dead. The others started collapsing within the hour. I think there was some kind of radiation surge from the crystal that we stole. I tried to get the ship's drive online, but... I'm too weak. Can hardly stand now. Pain in every muscle. Vision is blurred. My skin, like everyone else's. God knows what experiments Farrell was running, but now there's going to be three. Three dead races on this moon. We shouldn't be here. Humans don't belong. If Azimuth finds us, please... Don't find us. The secret of that terrible weapon lay undiscovered for nearly 200 years. But Salvation, the mysterious scientist who had initiated the search for the Hesperus and then for the Proteus, could see the potential of the technology. 
he initiated a campaign to gather tens of thousands of the Guardian relics that had powered that ancient prototype and arranged a dramatic demonstration of its power in the Kornsar system. Secretly using Guardian technology to lure Thargoids to the system, Salvation issued a warning to the inhabitants to leave immediately. The warning made no sense, as the system had no history of Thargoid attacks, so the inhabitants stayed put. Hundreds of thousands lost their lives when the Thargoids attacked two days later. Six days after issuing his initial warning of Thargoid attack, Salvation fired his prototype superweapon. It had an instant and dramatic effect, with hundreds of destroyed Thargoid spaceships littering the planets, and the rest driven off. Salvation used the technology again in three systems in the Pleiades in December 3307, and again in three systems in the Bubble, Didio, Novus and Sosong in May 3308. With each demonstration, the Federation, Empire and Alliance became more convinced that Salvation offered the solution to all their problems. The Bauman report condemned Aegis for incompetence after the loss of the Alexandria, and the superpowers finally shut the agency down completely. This was all building up to the announcement in July 3308 that Salvation was preparing an even larger version of his superweapon, which he called the Proteus Wave, and that he planned to deploy in the HIP-22460 system. But while all this was happening, things weren't entirely going Salvation's way. Two events gave a new insight into who Salvation really was, and about his not-entirely-blameless past. <laughs> <laughs> 